Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah. ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko. Live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Welcome back to Football Friday, live from 93 Octane Brewery in St. Charles. It's the Carmen and Yurko Show, live from 93 Octane in St. Charles on ESPN. In Chicago. Football Friday, Bears win in week 10, 16, 13. We'll cross talk in an hour. A little special tasting of our Remus picks here at 93 Octane. After the show at about 2.30, the Master Distillers in town from uh, MGP, from Ross and Squibb Distillery in Lawrenceburg, Indiana. So I, I had this one already. We're going to get into that. Oh, What's I'm that gonna, one called? These are both the Carmen and Yurko picks. This is the... Uh, this is the... The high corn one. So the, I mean, all the MGP stuff is usually high rye. Yeah, the mash corn. bill here is fifty-four percent corn, thirty-nine percent rye, ten no, that's, percent that's malted rye. Okay, that's the delicious. They're both I, delicious. I, I, I love that. One. I haven't had this. It's one awesome. Yet. All right, it's incredible. Well, I'm going to take your word it's on incredible. it. Incredible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they both could be delicious. They are. Delicious. One's more delicious than the other. That one. Jeez, that, this yeah. one's going to stay on the shelves the no. way you're promoting it. If you buy them, <laughs> if you buy them, you get a raffle ticket today. You buy they both are, of them, you get no, a raffle No, no, I think ticket. if you buy any one, I think you only no, need to buy one. Oh, the way we like to work it is you buy both, you get a raffle if you, ticket. If you come to 93 Octane and buy one of the Carmen and Yurko Remus picks, and they're delicious, you get an, a raffle ticket. We are raffling off at the end of the show, like one of the Repeal Reserve, which is their fall release every nice. year. Nice. The Repeal Reserve stuff's incredible. And one of the, um, oh, what's the other one? Um, uh, the F. Scott, the Gatsby. I was thinking, I was going to say F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, the great Gatsby. The Gatsby yeah. edition, which is like, that's next level stuff that's hard to find, super Interesting expensive. Interesting that you would think about F. Scott Fitzgerald on a day like today. Uh huh. Yep. And I know your connection with the great Gatsby. I get it. But you were uh, you had a minor vibe. The great Gatsby was my uncle. You were um, channeling something. I was you had a minor vibe. As we uh, celebrate a thrilling Bears 16-13 win, we remind everybody we are commemorating a few things today. Today we are observing Veterans Day. Yes. And, uh, we won't be here tomorrow, so we're doing it today. Right. If you served, thank you. We right. celebrate vets. We appreciate the sacrifice that you've made. My, and uh, if you ever drink the water at Camp Lejeune, Call your lawyer. I'm telling you, good things ahead for you. My dad served in the Marine Corps. Uh, he did do his basic training at Camp Did he? <laughs> oh, my heavens. He did. Uh, my grandfather uh, fought in World War II for the United States Army. I said one of the coolest things that my grandfather, my grandfather was uh, wounded twice. He's a Purple Heart with a cluster, um, right. which is pretty cool. Like, yes, it's, it's pretty sweet. It is pretty awesome. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I told my dad, I said, I... When you put it in your will, that, that that's uh, passed down to me. I said, bequeath that yeah. to me someday. Yeah, enough Sweet of uh, Anthony and, yeah, they don't, and, yeah. and Little Lou don't get nothing. No. Uh, I want that purple heart. I want my grandfather's purple heart. Two things uh, you get. You get your grandpa's purple heart in the hair. Yeah, I, okay, well, that's what you get. My grandpa was bald, that's too. Somehow I got here. My dad, my grandpa, my brothers. I don't know. How do I? I don't know. I got lucky. It's a blessing. My mom's dad had hair, so did I yeah. just get his I genes? Know. I don't know. But my, when, you, when, you were the when, first of your kind. When my so that's maybe why. When my grandfather died, uh, you know, they had the army. They, they, they send the army to play to, to taps. play taps and to fold they the flag. They fold the flag, yes. Oh, my gosh. And they present it. And they present it. Yes, yeah, they absolutely. present it to my dad and my aunt. Um, and it, it's pretty crazy, you know. Like, it, you get emotional. You really do. And 
You know, yeah, he was wounded twice in uh, in Europe, and uh, I thank God he made it home. I believe there's also a 21 gun salute. No, not not for. Well, uh, I don't remember if they did actually. I don't think they did because we were, um, we were we were inside like the the area where they were like doing the final. What do you call it, York? When the families gathered on the site in their masses. Yeah, they didn't like do the 21, but they... and black masses. Is that what you're singing? War pigs right now? Yeah, that, yeah. Is that what you just came at me with? But uh, listen, if you're a vet of this uh, great country of ours, we thank you and celebrate Veterans Day. We also commemorate um, the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's right. Which happened, what, on this 1975. day? 1975. I think 1975. Right, that's right. Uh, 1975. How many brave souls lost that day? 29. 29. 29 brave souls. On the big lake they call? Get your goomy. Get your goomy. Lake That's Superior. Right. 15 more miles. They'd have made it, right? Just 15? 15 more miles. They'd have had safe harbor. Think about they'd that. They'd have been out of the winds. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, there's some commemorating going on. Here, That's girl. right. And there it is. <laughs> Early on. Boy, do we got any Edmund Fitzgerald Porter up here? My they heavens. got some 93 Octane Porter. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah. You got a black and a dollar. have a whole stash of uh, Edmund Fitzgerald. They're the Great Lakes guys. Yes, they are. We can play this all day. Legend lives on from the ship on down. If the big lake they call get The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. Strap it down, boys. we got ten minutes ahead of us right here. With right, we're not playing the whole thing. Here, 26, thousand tons more in the Edmund Fitzgerald That good ship and true love wants to play the whole thing. To be uh, yes. Pour a drink. Commemorate couple of great things yeah. this weekend. I don't think we'll be commemorating this great Bears win because it certainly was not that. All right, but, but fade, fade the black. Fade the black. But the win was significant. I told you I, I read this little note in Courtney's uh, recap article on ESPN.com. ESPN Analytics says the victory bumped the Bears' chances of landing the number one pick because they own Carolina's pick. Right. To 42%. That's the highest right now Wonderful. in the NFL. Yes. Uh, and you know what you can do to make it even better when your players want to lose to them? Uh, and yeah. get them a victory. That's kind of interesting. Aha. Aha. Yeah. Aha. yeah. Uh, anybody, By the way, anybody else on the schedule that that's going to be competing? They don't play the New York football they Giants. They don't play the Giants. No. And uh, there's another couple two-win teams that are out there, Carm. I'll, I'll tell you what. If the, if the Tommy DeVito exper- experiment or experience continues, the Giants aren't winning another game. Yeah, I know. So be wary of the two-and-seven Giants. Tommy DeVito can't play in the NFL. That's right. Uh, playing it simple. Uh, let's see. You bring up a good point about the Arizona game. Yeah, there's nobody else that's that bad. Atlanta's not good, but certainly not that bad. Yeah, they're so not it's that the Arizona bad. game. Yeah. The Bears it, now have a 42% chance. Is though, that so. one at home or is that one that's at home? Arizona? The Arizona that's going to be tough to lose. That one's going to be tough to lose. That's almost going to be an impossibility. That's the Christmas Eve game. Yeah. yeah. That, I'll that, be working that night. That Atlanta game, the way Atlanta play like Atlanta could very well lose that game. That would be the biggest Atlanta? concern. Yeah. Or, well, uh, Atlanta? Yeah. Atlanta's not going to be that. Atlanta's not Atlanta loses running. dumb games. Yeah, but they're not going to be in the running for the top pick. Uh, I, yeah, but like as far as like impacting oh. the Bears' chances of it. Right now they pick one in five. That's where the Bears pick. Yeah, one in five. It's not bad. You're, already, not, you're not getting Marvison, Marvin Harrison Jr. at five. No. 
The, That's the, not the mock I saw had the Bears taking Caleb Williams one and the kid from Penn State. The, um, I blink on his name. It's Paul Pelusi. Not Paul Pelusi. The tackle. Shane Conlon. O- Olu Fashanu. Right? Yes, Fashanu. The number yeah. one tackle. The kid from Penn State is who they had the Bears taking at oh, five. Is it, is it Olaf or Olu? It's Olu, isn't it? It's Olu. Olin? Yeah. Like, Olu. O-L- I think it's O-L-U. Yeah, it's Olu Fashanu. Oh, Olu. Yes. Uh, uh, from America Samoa? I don't know. Is that but he's, he's the from? number one tackle. It's from the is 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 he from Hawaii? Any news from on, Waldorf, Maryland. Any news on Maryland? Speaking of Penn State, Penn State, Michigan this weekend. Any news on Harbaugh? Like, could he get suspended? None. I, no news on Harbaugh. Isn't an in-season suspension on allegations that have come out during that season almost impossible? Because you've got to have an investigation that's going to last five to six months. I don't know. So you can put a, a airtight case against the individual that's in question. I don't know. I mean, I think that's the way it works. You just can't go on rumors and Innuendo. Uh, a few photos, you know, things with AI well, now. Like, can't, be. But I saw, and Canty was talking about this morning, like there was some speculation that they would suspend him before the Penn State game. That would be yeah. ridiculous. They already suspended him at the beginning of the year. They did. The team did. The team The did. team suspended they tried him. To get out ahead, right. They tried to get ahead of the other scandal they're dealing with. How many scandals are going on in Michigan? I barely call what's happening now a scandal. I just, yeah. I, I can't get my head around that being a scandal. The stealing signs, I, I don't know. I, well, I mean, listen, if you watch the TV copy and you got the boom mic up loud, you're gonna, that's the way to steal them. People you accuse steal us them. then of, we always watch the TV you're, copy. You're, play, you're, you're, you're making excuses to them and you're, you're teaching young kids it's okay to cheat. And I, well, wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Every day you watch the news and you teach people it's okay to cheat. You see politicians going in making 175000 a year. All of a sudden, they've got a net worth of $190 million. How the hell do you think that happened? Wise investing? Come on. I don't, don't uh, be a rube. I you like teach to, people to cheat every single day. I, I like to play it straight. You know, I, I like I, to play it but, straight. But I can't, I, you know, chasing Jim Harbaugh out of Ann Arbor because of this. Maybe it's a culmination of things. That's gamesmanship. I don't really know. but Stealing signs is gamesmanship. That's what I like to say. Whole thing's crazy. And I don't think the University of Michigan is looking to chase Jim Harbaugh out anymore. I think they've I said, you I know don't. what, this is kind of a big to-do about nothing. And instead of indicting our guy, we're going we're gonna to stand by our guy. Yeah. We're going to stand by our – like Jason Robart stood by Wood, Woodward and Bernstein. Right. No, we're going to stand by our kids. And all the president's men. Right, all the president's men. Great movie, by the great way. Great movie. Jason Robards, what an actor. What, great actor. Him Jason. and Barney Rubble, what an actor. Lewis is in Homewood on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and New York. What's up, Lewis? <laughs> Hello. Hey, gentlemen, how are you doing today? Good. How Lewis, you, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I just I feel really good today because I really like what I saw from the Bears as far as their defense. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, the line as far as Sweat, the way he played, that was the impact. We got our secondary guys back. They didn't even really go to Jalen Johnson's side. He pretty much shut down that side because they were dealing with a young cornerback. And I mean, a young quarterback. But you saw Iberflu's hands or his fingerprints all over that defense and what he brings to the table. That was a true Bears defensive performance, especially that last play where Bryce thought they were going to blitz, yep. but he dropped back Sanborn to break up the play. Great play. That's true Bears defense. So I feel that if the Bears get an OC, get somebody like Tommy Reese, I think who's going to be a hot commodity, the OC out of uh, Alabama, Alabama, who was yeah. a former Notre Dame quarterback. Um, because if you look at those Alabama players, those are not true saving players. They're not hurt. So he's not really... 
you know, messing around with good players. So Tommy Reese is doing a good job as an OC. So if they bring in someone like that, match him up with Eberflus, I think the Bears are going the right direction. I don't believe we need to fire the coach. We just need to bring in an OC and come to a conclusion of what we're going to do with the quarterback. But I'm really, really happy about that defense. Lewis, that was great thanks. defensive play last night. Thank you. Right. Appreciate the phone call. No problem. Uh, Montez Sweat was good, I thought, last night. I thought, like Yurko said it earlier, he made an impact. Like, you noticed him. He had three quarterback hits. He had five pressures. I know he didn't get a sack. They had three as a team. They only had ten going in. This line at Carolina is not good anyway. But the Bears took advantage. They didn't. I thought Sweat made an impact. Uh, the defense, you know, performed well. Uh, Justin will be back probably next week. He's got seven games now. You're there right. seven yeah. left. Seven left. Justin's going to be back. Let's see what this evaluation process right, listen, continues to look like. Montez had eight pressures last night, right? Good old Monty, my guy. Is it eight? He, had, thought, he had eight uh, pressures. That's what they, uh, eight okay. and four came from Yannick, and then okay. three came, and they went down the list. All, all I know is I saw the highlights, and I saw somebody featuring the one where he wasn't blocked coming off the corner. It's not the play you want to feature. I agree with Being you. Being unblocked coming off the corner and getting a pressure does nothing for me. Show me the pressure where he gets where he's taking a man on, he's getting chipped, yes. and he still finds a way to affect the throw. That's the type of pressure I want to see. So when I see a guy come unblocked, I'm asking why didn't he get to where he needed to be in a timely manner to actually get the sack. Yeah. All right? So that's not a highlight. The highlights are when he is working through people, working through a double, working off a chip and getting to the quarterback. Those are highlights. And he had plenty of those last night that they could have featured and they could have shown. Well, instead, they showed that one. But now, listen, if you can get the defense playing well, it makes life easier on the offense. So play well defensively. That takes pressure off the offense from having to put so many points on the board. But the offense also has to play to a higher standard. Minus allowing Emir Smith-Marset, the former Bear, to return a right. punt for a touchdown. Defense and special teams won the night for the Sure, Bears. absolutely. 3 one 2 It's Kermit and York live at 93-octane in St. Charles. Come by and see us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Football Friday Live. From 93-octane brewery in St. Charles, it's the Carmen and Yurko Show live from 93-octane in St. Charles on ESPN Chicago. Oh, yeah, we're having a good time here. Yurko's off to Florida for a fun weekend after this. I'm sticking around at 93-octane afterwards because the master distiller from Ross and Squibb, MGP, is in town uh, since we unleashed... Our Remus Barrel picks. We got two of them. You have a white label and black label. Uh, They're on sale now here at the Pride Stores. So you can come by, buy a bottle today. You'll get a raffle ticket to win some of the really exclusive, like awesome, badass Remus repeal stuff and the Gatsby release and things like that. So you can buy a bottle and win an incredible bottle. These are incredible bottles, too. We're loving these five, six year old whiskeys at nice, big proof points, over 110, both of them. They're delicious. So we're going to do a little special tasting after the show. You can come by, hang out for that. We'll cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up at 2. Two very good things happened for Chicago sports last night. The Bears winning. Bears won. Gets them now a 42% chance, highest of any team in the NFL, right. to win the top overall pick because they own Carolina's right. pick. Carolina it, falls to 1-8. and eight. If you wanted to win one game and one game only the rest of the year, this is the one This was it. And Connor Bedard became the third youngest player in NHL history with four points in a game. 18 years, 115 days. Uh, the only two guys that were younger both did it in 1944. This hasn't happened 
since before my father was born. Yes. Where a player this young, 18 years, had four points right. in an NHL game. Ted Kennedy and, of course, the legendary Bep. I have no idea who this is. Bep Guidolin? Guidolin? No idea Bep, who that is. Be, old Bep Guidolin. Good old huh? Bep. Remember, remember old Beppy and Ted Kennedy. Oh, huh? what is all? It's, it's, oh, is that what you the, said, Ted Kennedy? The Ted Kennedy? Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, eh. We're going to drive over the, he, the, he used the to pull, Yeah, he used to pull the old Chappaquiddick uh, move on gonna the kids. Do, uh, I'm going to do the, you've heard of the toe drag. I'm going to do the old Chappaquiddick drag. Yeah. We're making jokes that are extremely inappropriate. Yeah, poor Mary Jo <laughs> Kopechny. <laughs> Oh, boy. We're going to do the old Chappaquiddick era. Uh, uh, Do people even know? Do, like, the young people get the joke we're making? Do they know what Chappaquiddick and Mary Jo Kopecky is? I think we're talking about Chappaquiddick in Massachusetts. Charlie, do you know what that reference is? Uh, I have no idea. (laughs) So, Ted Kennedy was driving in a car back from a party, I'm assuming, and hammered to the bejesus. Drove his car off a bridge into, like, the marsh. And the, the mosh, the mosh. The mosh. In the passenger I tell you to put the, the body in the mosh. the mosh. Yeah, well, that kind of put happened. The body the, in the the Mary, Mary Jo Kopechny was a passenger in the car. Yes. It's funny. Ted Kennedy survived, and Mary Jo Kopechny did not. Yeah. I feel like I've seen yeah. a Family Guy so. joke about that or something. Yeah, probably has yeah. been. Yeah. And you probably didn't know what the hell they were talking about then either. I did not. <laughs> yeah. So we're making a very antiquated joke, but oh, yeah. we, we get a kick out of it anyway. We get to and do our they, Boston accent. And so. since they don't teach history in school anymore, right. there's not a chance you're going to pick that up unless yeah. we tell it to you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh, too much. I didn't even make that connection when I said Ted Kennedy. I'm glad you uh, caught that. Uh, oh, no, I caught it right away. Good job, buddy. And Nothing then I said to you. myself, should I even mention of anything? Of course you should. Because you've got to be like 75 to remember exactly what was happening. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not, we're not 75. We you know. remember the great Tip O'Neill, the Speaker uh, oh, of the yeah, House? Oh, yeah, I remember. Remember Tip? But I was a kid he when was that was. He was on Cheers. He was on Cheers. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. Good times. Let's reminisce about Cheers and some of those great shows of yesteryear, Carm. Uh, I will. I love Cheers. Uh, I will never be so foolish as to say, you know, week ten for a couple of rookies has determined their fate in the NFL. No, I, I won't do that. Right. Couple things. <laughs> that said, Bryce Young's height looks like an issue, or lack thereof. I'm sorry, it, it does. can be. Yes, it looks be. like an issue. Right now, it's an issue. Um, C.J. Stroud looks really good. Where this goes, I don't know. I'm not. Like, I'm not here to say, yeah. holy cow, it's an all-time flub. But that, right now, right. if you're the Panthers, you're watching the Texans play, and right. you're watching your team, and you're like, ah. It's early. Uh-oh. It's early. It's early. I know. And I can't draw any final conclusions. But, it, but early on, it does look like one side got the better of the other. It sure does. But it's early. doesn't look good for yeah. Carolina. Yeah. But it's early, and I guess that's the only thing I can keep saying. That's it. Bryce Young really struggled last night. Yeah. I mean, it, I think, look, he doesn't really have any dynamic playmaker. When Adam Thielen's your playmaker at his age, yeah. they just they don't have many dynamic guys. And Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Um, they, don't have, they don't have yeah. much of an offensive line right now. Like, I get it. There are some things really working against him. But at the same time, there are some physical things he lacks that I think it, it was the big question mark about him. Let's face it. And I think. I think the lack of size could potentially be an issue. When you watch the way CJ's played, uh, you're C- impressed with it. CJ Stroud. He's had games. He's struggled at times, too. But at least he's had some games. Look, he lost the head to head. I, I don't think yeah. that was on CJ. CJ Stroud leads Yurko, not rookie quarterbacks, all quarterbacks in the NFL this year, 
in interception rate. He has the lowest interception rate. Uh, he's only thrown one interception. He's thrown one pick. Yeah. It's at 0.4%. Right. I mean, when with you do that, throws. you're going to be in pretty good shape. It's awesome. Yeah. Like, that, that kid is, like, really balling, and he's, and he's showing out. And who would have thought that, like, C.J. going in in Week 10 into Cincinnati well, to take on Burrow is a pretty sexy quarterback. So Houston got protected from, from you know, the hype and the BS. It's they good, never had a chance to get him. They good. never had a chance. I guess the play Lovey, would have Maybe Lovey did him a favor. After if, all that, Lovey yes, did them a favor. They did him a favor. And Kerry, uh, not Kerry, but, uh, uh, you know, Young, maybe Bryce if Young, Young goes to Bryce Young, maybe Bryce Young goes to Houston, it's a little bit better for him. Maybe. You know, or the, or the play would have been for Carolina to take C.J. Stroud if they truly could evaluate a quarterback. Mm. If there's a true evaluation of a guy that you thought was going to be able to come into the league and be successful right away, because I, I don't know who the receivers are for Houston. Matter of fact, I well, see the guys down. that are Nico's up some pretty points. good. Nico yeah. Collins pretty good. Tank Dell okay. looks good. Okay, yeah. Again, yeah. They don't roll off the tongue, right? Uh, it's not Tyreek Hill, is it? It's not Tyreek. It's not Hill. Cooper Cup. It's not, it's not Justin Cup. Jefferson. It's not Justin it's Jefferson. It's not Stephon Diggs. It's not Stephon they're, Diggs. they're not rolling off the tongue, okay? As the rest of the uh, wide receivers are around the league. So that, that's all I'm saying. They've become names because C.J. Stroud has been able to put them on the map. What if we look back on this in five years and be like, Lovey did them a huge favor with yep. what seemed like an all-time flub? Yep. You know? That could be. Isn't it amazing how the NFL, like, how things work out that way? It's crazy. Right? Like, yep. what if that little ripple effect is, like, we're going to look back and say, C.J. Stroud's the third best quarterback in the league. And, and uh, look, uh, it's just, it's pretty wild because you're right. It Maybe it saved Houston from making a mistake. And it, we'll see how it goes, but... Right now, one looks much better than the other. Again, you can't make official determinations when guys are rookies in week 10, but uh, one certainly looks much better than the other. Uh, let's go to our man Tom in Oak Lawn on ESPN 1000. Tommy. With, oh, wait, did we lose Tommy? I think we, no, Tommy's there. No, no, Tom in no, Oak Lawn. What's guys. up, buddy? What's up, gentlemen? So I've, I've seen people kind of compare this uh, last night's uh, victory as, like, getting socks uh, when you – socks for christmas and such like you know what sometimes when i'm doing laundry and i'm trying to find uh you know my my socks and roll them up and i can't find one pair and another i, I kind of realize i kind of need socks i need socks so, yeah, uh, right. just like just just like the bears need uh, 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 as much as we wanted uh, wanted a 30 point win they still needed a win because eventually you, the people who the players that are going to be going on the team you know going forward you know they got to start learning how to win. they got to start feeling, you know, this winning vibe and this winning energy going forward. So well, Yeah, well, and it's an interesting analogy, Tommy. Thanks, buddy. Have a good weekend. The, the biggest aspect of all this is that, you know, you do send uh, Carolina to another loss. Like Yurko said, if you're going to win one the rest right. of the way, like this right. is the one to win. Yeah. And, and in a weird way now, you almost <laughs> – we'll, we'll cross that bridge, I guess, when we get there on Christmas Eve. But, like, what do you do in the – Arizona game, you know, that's that's kind of interesting. Willie's on the south side on ESPN 1000. Hey, Willie. Yes. Hi. I, I got a question for you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Hello? Yep. Yeah, so my question is this. Um, if the Bears find out that they don't really need a quarterback um, and they have that first-round pick, why not trade it and, and get more picks like they did last year? I think that would be in play, Willie. Like if they, if Justin comes back over seven and balls out, and they have a determination, there's no doubt that's in play. One of those picks almost certainly, I would think, could get packaged 
to add more to their to their stockpile of picks, especially because they're going to lose another potentially high second round pick. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would love that because look, look, at, look at what we did this past year with with all those picks, and you know how much more we can do with with uh, this year. That could be in play, Willie. Thanks, bud. But uh, yeah. Justin would have the ball. I mean, he'd have to flat right. out. Right. I mean, yeah, I give you the numbers. I don't, I don't think those numbers are uh, out of whack. I don't think those numbers are unattainable. If he throws for 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. Over his last seven. Right. Throws for about 1,500 yards. Right. 1,500. Some will be better than others. But say 15, 15. That'd be pretty good. Right there, seven, 14 and three. And, you know, whatever he does with his legs is what he's going to do with his legs. That's his business. I'm sure it benefits the Chicago Bears when he tucks the ball and he runs. Uh, if you could put that together and, uh, Carm, how many victories would that equal you in the final seven games? Would that be four and three? Maybe. Four and three takes you up well, you to seven Seven victories. wins. End up going seven and uh, ten. Uh, then you got to start asking yourself. you got to start asking yourself some questions. All right, we'll grab uh, more of your phone calls coming up. Crosstalk in 30, 312-332-3776. Carmen and York, be right back. Welcome back to Football Friday Live. 93 Octane Brewery, St. Charles. Carmen Yurko, live, live on ESPN Chicago. We got a great crew out here. Nine yeah, you got Octane. a crew. I just uh, I just heard that a guy has got a picture of you. My, my well, man, Jason Sylvester. Well, yeah, Jason's Jason, one of my oldest friends. I got gotcha. you. He's got a picture of, uh, you know, above the dining room table of the, the final supper. I don't think that's what right. It is, but. The final supper. Then he's got a he's got a picture of uh, Carmen right next to the final supper. No, that's what I'm going with. Right. I, you're right next to Jesus. I want you to know that. I didn't know uh, if there could be a thirteenth apostle, it would be you. He's got a big mural over the dining room table. Yeah, like uh, like when you walk in and touching fingers. The um, touch of what? You like at the Sistine Chapel where they're touching yeah. fingers. Oh, know? I got you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, his baseball, his son's baseball coach is here, and he didn't know that we were friends. And he said, "Why do you have a picture of Carmen DeFalco?" Yeah. I said, "Why do you have a picture of me?" That, that is weird. It's on like a camera roll, though. It's and not then one of those in the bathroom, roles. he's got a picture of you naked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he uses that for motivation. I was going to say something, but I won't. I'll pass. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know him. I might, yeah. yeah, because you know him. That's why I, you took a pass. I might get in trouble. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Not today. Not Not on this fine. Not on this football Friday. November 10th, 2023, heading into the weekend. Got my 16 points in my confidence picks. Yeah. Feeling fresh. I vaulted up the standings. Way to get home. I feel like it's a good week for me. Uh, It takes me a little while to kind of roll into what the NFL is all about. I usually struggle week one. And there was a week, two weeks ago, where everything kind of went haywire, you know? Yeah. Teams were losing. Miami lost. San Francisco lost. You're scratching your Philly loss. Yep. You're scratching your head going, what's going on? Game, yeah. It's like a bizarro world. Right. But I feel this week it comes back to normal. Okay. So I'm going to feel, I, I think I'm going to have a 100-point week. Probably a little too close for comfort, but you got home with the Bears in 16. That's it. It doesn't matter. Too close, not too close. As long as at the end of the day the Bears had more points, that's a 16-point victory for the good kid. Like I said, I'm in 13th place. Tied for 13th right now. I'm Tied going to 13th. the top. Okay. There's a long way to the top. Yeah. If you want to rock and roll. Sing it. I'm about 40 points out right now, but that's not a bad deal. Uh, I'll get there. I mean, I want to talk to Jimmy, but I think Black and Abdallah might lose their minds. So, like, hold on, Jimmy. Well, let's grab a few more Bears calls. Why don't you like Jimmy? I, I like Jimmy. I, actually, I don't know Jimmy, but he, 
he wants to What's talk wrong about with Jimmy? Him. Well, I see here in Carmen can't hear Jimmy. It says Jimmy uh, in Oakbrook. How about the Hawks last night? You I'd know, love to do it, but I'm listen, afraid. Carm, that, I put it up there. If I didn't, if I didn't think you uh, should take the call, I would have said, all right. "All right, Jimmy, I'll pass it along. Thanks for the call." All right. You know there are calls he gets that don't make it through. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I love it, Jimmy. Jimmy in Oakbrook, fire away, my man. Hey guys, um, I was toggling back and forth last night between the Bears and the Blackhawks. Uh, Hawks look great. Uh, Bernard looked really good. But the reason for my call is. Uh, I think her name is Kaylee Chelios, and yes. I do believe she's Chris Chelios' daughter. Yes. I don't know. I don't know if she was filling in on NBC Sports Channel, uh, Sports Network, um, but uh, she, she was doing the game last night, the color, yep. and she is terrific. She is really, really good. I, I've never come across her doing uh, TV um, before, she, but oh yeah, she did. Yeah, Jimmy, thanks, buddy. She did uh, stuff with. She does stuff with Boyle. She did last year right. with uh, PB yeah. pre and post. She was doing the color. Did uh, she play hockey? Yes. Yes. She's got an understanding then. She's of course. Yeah. She's a Chelios. The whole family played. I mean, you know, the cousins. I know. I know Chris's cousin, Chris, who runs right. all seasons out here. I got not you. far from. I mean, they all. You should see Chris play. Not on. Mm-hmm. I mean, they right. are, they, they're all. Uh, Pete Chelios. Uh, Pete was a year younger than me. They were one of the. Pete was incredible. Uh, the Chelios family—they're all—they're all great. Like the Granado family, every one of them's freaking right. great. Yeah. Um, but Dart, real quick, I'll just say—and I had that game on. I was watching it. The game started about an hour before the football game, so I watched the entire—I watched PB do the pregame. I watched the entire first period. Bedard's second goal was just like the pure magic of his hands and his scoring ability. Bedard's first goal was an 18-year-old kid who's not overly big getting into one of those tough areas in front of scrapping, the net, scrapping, and being greasy, yeah. and getting on the forecheck. And helping turn the puck over, getting to the front of the net, and then scoring one of those greasy goals. The kid's going to be a star. I mean, he's 18, and yeah. he's he's acquitting himself nicely. He is playing in a league of men. He's 18. He's averaging almost a point so, per game. It's, it's a, a great time, start. By the time you get all those draft choices that are at college that are going to make their way back into the league and play for the Chicago Like your Blackhawks kid that's at Michigan, you love him. There's, I one, know. In there's, there's one, one in Minnesota. There's one in Michigan. Yeah. Um, both of those guys are going to be have a chance. You're looking at three years. Yeah, you're when right. When those kids mature, Connor Bedard is 21 then. Now 21, 21, 21, 22. Right. Now you got some youth in the program. You get out of Seth Jones' con- uh, contract by then. You can go ahead and get some young defensemen, get them working. So that's probably when you're looking that day things are going to go right. Because yeah. let's face it, 10 points. No, and this NHL is about fifth from the bottom yeah, right now. Yeah, they're not very good. Yeah. But he, the Korchinski's played well. Thank God for San Jose. Oh, my God. How about Edmonton? The what Sharks the are terrible. Is happening yeah, Edmonton, Edmonton is backtracked again. Oh, but uh, as of uh, me looking at the standings, San Jose Sharks are 0-10-1. I think they got their first win last yeah. I think they beat Edmonton last Three night, points. They? I yeah, think they might have. Point. Those two teams are both at the bottom. Yuck. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, like, the, the young kids, are. some of them are playing well, and Bedard's fun. I mean, it's like that's one good reason to watch. Let's go to uh, Sam on 290 on ESPN 1000. Sam, hey, Sam. Hey, hey guys, how you doing? Great, man. Um, oh, I'm a long-time Bears fan, um, but that game was fun to watch last night. The penalties were terrible. Sammy, we're losing you, buddy. We Sam- yeah, we yeah, lost Sammy. We His lost phone him. was crap out. Sammy was upset about the penalties. The last couple games, there's yeah. been... You know, I'm glad they bench Bayless. I'm sorry. I, you know, like, no disrespect to the kid. He, he doesn't belong out there. He just doesn't. And yeah, it's a big boy league, you know. You're not, you're not disrespecting anybody, but calling out, calling people out for what they're not doing. He doesn't belong out there. Period. That's it. That, you know, nothing so. you can do about it. He had a year and a half. He had, he had more of a chance 
than most draft choices would have had. But Sam wants to see the, the penalties get cleaned up a little, and I don't disagree. There was there, some undisciplined stuff again last night. There were some horse crap penalties called on the Bears, too. And the DJ Moore penalties seemed, yeah. uh, I mean, come on. Yeah. Well, what the are offensive we doing? pass interference, what are, what are we doing? Kimo, ridiculous. Kimo's in Joliet on ESPN. Oh, Von Allerhoffen. Hey, Kimo Von Allerhoffen. What's up, boys? How you doing, man? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. Nobody said nothing, but, uh, yeah, God bless the veterans. Absolutely. Oh, uh, who's serving? Uh, who did? Uh, Yurko. Yo! I, I played in uh, college football in the 90s at College St. Francis with a couple of your boys oh, from yeah. your Butchie town. P- you played with Butchie Piotrowski. You played with Vic Perchowski. You played with I was going to the say Pol- their names, but you yeah. know. All okay. the Polish kids. All, all the Polish kids. kids. Polish hammers, they and call Vic them. And Vic Perchowski, a.k.a. Uh, Coco. Coco. And then uh, Butchie is a.k.a. Uh, what do they call him? Quanchi. Quanchi and Coco. Quanchi. I don't know why they All call right. him Quanchi. Yeah. Quanchi and Coco. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good people. Yeah, I, 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 me and I Joel protected uh, Vic. Yeah, Joel, the ball. Joel Pekovich, too. Another one of our guys. Look at all the oh, skis right. and the bitches. All of us playing football everywhere, kid. That's what we do. Kimo, did you just want yeah. to go down memory lane or did you want to talk Bears? No, Bears. Okay, uh, go ahead. I'm actually a Pittsburgh fan. Okay. And defense great. Offense, oh, oh my God! Terrible. But, I mean, watch. I, besides the Pittsburgh playing the Bears, <laughs> I root for the Bears. But Bears, I went to actually uh, Singletary's last game playing Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh was like ten and two, and At Bears home. terrible right. that year, and they and they won by like two touchdowns. I think it was. I remember but, that. You know what I mean. And I was sitting in the end zone, and everybody's cheering. And I'm sitting there, but of course I didn't garb up because I didn't get beat up. <laughs> but, I believe uh, it was I believe it was 1993, wasn't it? The end yeah. of 93. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Because we yes. were playing Pittsburgh that same year in Green Bay, so I remember a yeah. single tear, and they stunk. The Bears stunk, but they yeah. mustered first year one. Right? They mustered up the effort. They mustered yeah. up the effort. Uh, to make things right for Mike Singletary, and they I went out. They him. beat a pretty good Pittsburgh team. Yeah, but I mean, watching the Bears' offense and my offense, I mean, oh. why would you call three third and two an outside screen pass to a, to a wide receiver? Just run the ball. I thought there was – and Kimo, thanks, brother. We appreciate the call. I thought there was a little too much of that last night, too, for yeah. big stretches. It went downfield a little bit more in the second half. I did love the fact that they threw it on that third and seven and converted it, that they trusted it. Was it. it was a slant. That was great. Yeah. You know, nine yard in slant. That's what you're running. Yeah. That's the pass I want to see. Right. Behind the sticks or yeah. beyond the sticks, yeah. You attack that, you force guys to go backwards. Yeah. When you're throwing it side to side, you're bringing guys yeah. up. Yeah. You're bringing them forward. I'm with you. And, Kimo, your team's offense, That's the Steelers, the total Daniel in that game is like 38. Uh, Deontay no, Johnson? No, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Uh, Kenny Pickett? Yeah. Oh, Aiden Pittsburgh. O'Connell's out in Vegas. Vegas. My yeah. fault. Yeah. Kenny Pickett with Mitch Trubisky as the backup. That Thank offense you very kindly for correcting me. Um, Deontay Johnson had his first touchdown in two years. Jeez, jeez. Last week, I believe. Two years, oh, he hasn't man, had a touchdown. I don't think I he hasn't had a quarterback. I don't think I even Poor guy. That. Can't get the ball in the end zone. Mike North has the bonus play coming up next. We'll sneak in a few more calls, and then we'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvia, too. We'll be right back. Football, horse racing, burgers, beer, and much more. Have a winning weekend at a newly remodeled Hawthorne betting bar featuring cash betting and points bet. Find a location near you at HawthorneBettingBars.com. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER to get help. It's the Carmen and Yurko Show live from 93 Octane in St. Charles on ESPN Chicago. 
whip it real good, Yurko. All right. Let's get the bonus play from Mike. We'll grab a few more Bears calls and then cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. New odds couple is ready and waiting. Cracked and whip. We broke down some of the great action. We talked to Luke Brigandi. We got some ponies from Jim Miller for uh, the races tomorrow night at Hawthorne, Chicago's hometown track. Get all of that and more on the ESPN Chicago app with the latest episode of The Odds Couple. Encore replay tomorrow morning at 8, but it's bonus play time. And we bring in Mike North on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. Mikey, what's up, bud? What's going on, fellas? Everything good? Everything's good. Good crowd. Everybody, uh, I guess, happy that the Bears won because it's good for them long term, even though it was not the easiest watch, as we discussed on the odds couple earlier. Would you be happy? Just for once, be happy. We got a I'm win. I'm happy they won. You're right. They, they needed the win. You're right. He spread the ball out, eight different receivers. There were no sacks. The offensive line did a good job. I mean, there was some improvement. Of course, we beat them. You know, but, I mean, you know, there's some positives here. But, I mean, we still got a lot of work to do. I mean, we're not deluding ourselves, Carb. You know that. Right. But, uh, it was a good – it was a, it was good for them to win. They seem happy to win. And, you know, we still got the number one pick, so we'll see what happens. That's I'm, right. I was happy for them. But, hey, you know what? We lost last week as soon as Danny Jones went down. Yeah. You know, then they had to bring in Tommy DeVito. I think that Tommy DeVito from Goodfellas would quarterback as good as this guy, to be honest. I think Joe Pesci would be just as good of a quarterback. There's no doubt about it. And and, and I think he'd he'd motivate his team to do better by threatening them. I mean, mean, that's the only way you could do it. But I think that uh, we're looking at the Chargers versus the uh, Lions. Now, the Lions coming off a bye. Uh, six and two. They got a beating the last time they played. They played Baltimore, and then you got the Chargers, who are four and four, but have won two in a row. They're getting three. I'm going to take the L.A. Chargers uh, to. Uh, it would be an upset at home, yeah, yep. but I think they're straightening things out. Uh, the Chargers did the Chargers. Will the real Chargers come out? Well, how about the Lions? Their defense looks spotty right now. Like I said, they they got beat the last time out, but uh, that's what it looks like right now, Carmen York. So Good I'm going to take as my only pick the Chargers plus three versus the Detroit Lions. Smart play, Chargers at home plus the three against the Lions. All right, Mikey. Good stuff. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right, guys. Take care. See you, buddy. Oh boy, Lions are tough. Lions are tough. Chargers at home Lions getting tough. points has been a big but, uh, like right. pro but play. Can the Chargers against their defense muster up an effort? We've seen Herbert struggle somewhat this year. You got receivers that get Velcro down to defensive backs. Detroit likes to bring the pressure, and they've got a good defensive secondary. They're so, good. yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. I. Keenan Allen can't get away from anybody anymore, and he's the only one that might be able yes, to. Yes. Quentin Johnson looks like he's got, and that's his name, right? Quentin Johnston. Johnston. Yes. It looks like he's Velcroed on yes. the defenders. Yes. Like, he'll go to the defender and just, like, well, I'll run he's with not you. Not getting open. Let's just run together. Yes. And let's have some fun. Yeah. So, um, and then they got another kid, number four, I believe. That's pretty good. That's uh, Palmer, right? Yeah. Uh, the numbers yeah. sometimes, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing, sure. I don't always do great with I think numbers. They, uh, they call I'm guessing Ro- you're thinking. I guess they call him Robert Palmer. No, they don't call um, him Robert. That's he's a guy that can find a way to get open, but even he's dinged up a little bit. They've got no dynamic tight end, which is a problem for them. That's what they're going to yeah, have to they, look for as they start going into the future. They kind of just have guys. But that's why I just think that Detroit, with the bye, right? Yes. Detroit coming off the bye. I, I find them to be a little bit more dangerous this week. I think there's easier fish to fry in the NFL 
Palmer, the Chargers at home getting three? Palmer's five, by the way. Is that who you're thinking yeah, of? Yeah, single-digit number. I mean, yeah. Kyle, how close do you want me to be? No, that's it's not like I, I said 27. Uh, no, no, I'm just... I, I said four. I mean, it's right uh, next to For everyone's to edification. All right, I got you. All. Five. I thought you, uh, any game, I thought you was lambasting. No, no, no. Me. He's number... Because they don't have a four right. on the roster. He's not, number not five. a problem. He's number five. Do, do do you, you, is there a game you like this weekend? You're so sweet. Yeah, go over them for me, Carmen. Give me some lines, and I'll tell you what I like. I kind of like the Texans if you can get a full touchdown in Cincinnati. Against Cincinnati? But you got to have a full touchdown. You like the Texans. Is that one being played in Cincinnati? That one's in Cincy. I like like Cincinnati. The problem is that's going to close as a seven-point game. I think that's what it's going to be, 28-21, 24-17. I think with a full touchdown, I might take the Easier fish to fry. Saints, uh, big big, uh, pro play this weekend is Saints. Minus the points at Minnesota, and it's so much so that it's driven this line out to a full field goal. I don't trust QB Carr against a Minnesota defense that's going to be coming after you. I think they're going to be mistakes made, and uh, my play is Minnesota. Okay, if I'm going to on the opposite side of the pros, I'm opposite of the pros. If I'm putting a shekel down, it's going to be on the Minnesota Vikings, and. They don't catch up to the quarterback this week. They'll catch up next week. And I know New Orleans has got a nice defense. Maybe the two best defenses in the NFL, Browns at Ravens. The Browns are down both their starting tackles, who right. are both good players. Offensive tackles, and, right? Yes, they're offensive tackles. And Deshaun Watson looks like a shell of himself. I don't know. I don't see a path for them to really score. But, man, that Cleveland defense might keep them in the I'm game. I'm thinking about an under in this one, Carm. 38 and a half. Yeah, that's a, it's a low number, but it's still a number that I like. I like yeah. the under in this one. In a game of field goals, it'll take 13 field goals yeah, 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 to yeah. get to the over there. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to yeah, take yeah. the under in that ball game. Okay. What else you got? Uh, I like the Niners this weekend going on the road, laying a touchdown. Uh, laying a field goal, excuse me, at uh, Jayville. Yeah, Jayville's not ready for primetime player. Good in their own division. They can control it. I think San Francisco is just of the quality, and they've lost three in a row, and, and they're, they're in a must-win situation. And they're getting Debo back. To keep control of their situation, yeah. And Trent Williams returned to practice yesterday. I think yesterday. McCaffrey runs wild. Yeah, and I think getting Debo back is big. McCaffrey went. Did you hear the news in Jacksonville? Uh, no. Tom Coughlin is going to get inducted into oh, the Ring of Honor next year. Nice. So I'm going to have to take a Kelly day. Yes, you are. Uh, next year on that Sunday. Maybe I get to do the show from down in Jacksonville. That'd be great. The post-game show. Watch the game. Hopefully it's a prime-time affair. Yeah. One of those Sunday night contests, which would allow me to get down there, take a early morning flight back to Chicago. That'd be great. I'm going to be there, though, for oh, Coughlin going to the Ring of Honor. Mike. Yeah, his favorite player's got to be there by far. Yes, of course. Mike is in Lakeview on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and York. What's up, Mike? Hey guys, this is what I want to talk about. Carmen, you were talking about week 10 too early to decide on a rookie with Bryce Young. I was leaving, walking out of Soldier Field yesterday, and this is probably a, a, a more sign of the sad state of affairs of the Bears, but I was impressed with Tyler Scott, the fourth round rookie. He had a big catch, uh, a big catch, fourth down conversion that led to a field goal in the second quarter, and then the wide receiver sweep, and of course, the, the wide open down the middle. Um, yeah, he missed. That, yeah, Bajan that, missed. That, that they missed. Bajan missed. Um, so I just was, I left feeling a little impressed and wondering why EQ St. Brown is still in there in a season where we need to figure out what we have. 
Yeah, I, I'd like to see more of him too, Mike. I don't disagree. I think the kid's got some talent. I like what he did in well, training camp and in the uh, preseason a little bit. I do think there's some talent with Tyler. Shane Brown is active because Velas Jones Bayless, Jr. Right. Yeah, yeah, so Velas. So yeah. that's why he's active. Yep, you're right about that. You're, uh, let's go to Nick in Norridge on ESPN 1000. Hey, Nick. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. So uh, I was at the game last night. So two things I can't uh, One question I have and one statement. When I got in my car to drive home, the thing I was most impressed with was, even that late at night, how astoundingly excellent and energetic Yurko was. Of course. I mean, talk about the backbone of a radio network. Yes, that's right. I appreciate <laughs> that. You're too kind. You're 100% right, Nick. Thank you. The and then, even, even though they won, shouldn't Poles and, and Warren realize that Matt Eberflus is just not a very strategic head coach. The blitzes are awful. He didn't yeah. send enough pressures. They're bad. I mean, even though they won, it was it was an all. I mean, it was as bad of a win as it could be. I mean, I, I was thinking, what was a highlight play for offense or defense? There was one, and, and Nick, I couldn't even Nick, think. You're, Nick, it was it was a Sanborn. The Sanborn almost interception. Well, how is that a highlight when it's an almost interception? Well, he said there weren't many of them, but that's the, what the, I'm telling the you. The almost down, interception. The third down throw. The third and seven on the and, final and, drive. And the fourth down throw. In the fourth down, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's it, Nick. And thanks, Colin, Nick. We got a break. But uh, you're right. It was far from a masterpiece. Now, they needed it because it's good for them in the long term. But it was ugly. It was a brutal offensive display. And I want Justin to come back. Yeah, and, I just and, do. And by the way, I haven't been voted the backbone of the station. The most All the guys got together and they voted me the coccyx of the station. Very good. The tailbone. The useless little piece of bone at the end of your spine. And the ultimate coccyx. That's what they've all the voted station as well. The, yeah, the coccyx You're also the, the, of the station. And I take legendary coxman. They're giving so. me shirts yes. that say, Yurko, you're the coccyx yes. of the station. Good. Okay. We'll take a break. I got uh, that going for me. We are. Uh, Abdallah, where are you guys again? Give everybody one final reminder. Black and Abdallah tonight on a Friday. You can go hang with the guys. We're going to be at Wood- 390 Golf in Wooddale. They've got heaters. Come hang out. Hit Beautiful. some golf yeah. shots. Yeah, it's going to be great. 390 Golf in Wooddale with Black and Abdallah, 6 o'clock tonight. So you can go see the fellas a little bit later on. We're going to cross talk in two minutes with Waddle and Sylvie. We'll be right back. Uh, who's Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have a last word. On Carmen and Yurko. I saw him in college. I saw him in college. Nobody cares who you saw in college. Okay, we're talking about the NFL now. What are you doing? What the hell in the hog's ass is going on? 